You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 138. And Mike's not, no, Mike is here this week. Mike's actually here in this room. Well, <laughs> not in this room, this virtual room. But he's, yeah, I mean, you even heard him there. He's here. I mean, normally I would introduce everyone as normal, but as you've uh, no doubt guessed with the running joke the last few weeks, Mike's not been here for a while. So, Mike, hello, Mike. How hello. are you? <laughs> it's been a long time. It's, it has. I think I think you were being too generous there when you said the last few weeks, more like months, I think. Because <laughs> I can't remember the last one I was even on. I was like, did we even get to 100? <laughs> um, obviously, I know we did. But yeah, no, it's been a long time. I'm, ever since I had that um, week off in June, that's how long ago it was, in June, just around E3 or after, I just never got back into the kind of swing of things with the podcast. Mostly it was because of my social life started getting quite busy and or I just plainly for, or plain outright forgot. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did promise to Ben because um, uh, we actually um, I could talk about that in a bit. Um, just briefly what we did. Oh, yeah, don't worry. I'll bring you there. I'll bring oh, okay. you. Yeah, I mentioned to Ben the other day that um, I would try and make today. I w- would definitely make today. And I did. So here I am. It's good to be back. Thank you for having me. I'm surprised I haven't been replaced. <laughs> well, uh, well, we weren't going to tell you, but, you know, oh, like, right. this is actually your send off oh, <laughs> at right, the same yeah, time. Right. Yeah, I, I understand. It's, oh, yeah, it's, it's okay. It's like, yeah. It gives you more free time to play, you know, the big yeah. games and stuff. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. cool. And do yeah, that social life stuff, you know, go out yeah, to parties. I understand. I understand. <laughs> Partying with celebrities, I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, this week, another person has been uh, partying with celebrities. It's uh, Mr. Ben Shillabill Hall. Hello. Of course. How are you? The, the gangster himself. <laughs> Mr. Make It Rain. <laughs> uh, I'm not too bad, thank you. And how are you? Ah, splendid. Uh, glad to hear. And yeah, we'll probably get onto that in a second about how uh, your, yours and Mike's uh, week has gone. But uh, we have to reference. Uh, you know, I don't even have to make up a name for Gary this week because he made his own. <laughs> um, please welcome the Shower Hammer, Gary Magdazarov. <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Shower hammer. <laughs> he's stunned. Maybe he's actually gone into the actual shower. <laughs> he's hammering it in the shower. <laughs> oh dear. It's funny. Have we lost Gary? Is he there? Uh Gary is cracking up at the moment. Not not in the laughing manner, as in like not well, yeah, we don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a name like that. Oh well, you know, while well, we got the chance then. Um Mike and Ben, you Yes went to a little do this week to uh Yes we did. In a hotel in in glorious sunny Ipswich. Yeah, uh Ben, <laughs> do you mind if I just um uh chat um uh quickly on this you know sort of get back into remembering how to talk on a podcast yeah, <laughs> how to speak <laughs> yeah how to speak the english words that, that the words. english word yeah well yeah as um as neil just said yeah me and ben were invited to go to the um to go to ipswich um over um thursday night uh, to, uh through to uh, friday morning um at the penta hotel 
Uh, it was actually the grand opening of a Penta Hotel in Ipswich. Very grand. <laughs> um, uh, the idea was, you're probably wondering why on earth we went there, because, you know, the game's shown this, you know, so why we're not hotel inspectors or anything like that. Uh, it's not an episode of 40 Towers. Uh, for anyone who likes 40 Towers. Um, <laughs> we um, we went there because they are opening a new gaming suite. Uh, and obviously, you know, being game journalists that we are, they thought it would be good to have us over there and actually check it out and everything because it's a new thing they're rolling out. And um, I think we were among the first people to actually see their gaming suite in the UK, something like that, because we were talking to the guy there. Um, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it's definitely one of the first ones. And, yeah, basically they had... Um, they had, an, they had, it's a, it was sort of, it's quite a large, quite a large room with a double bed, uh, which we did not sleep in, I might add. Uh, we did have <laughs> separate beds in a separate room. Um, but they had a PS4 there. They had a, um, you know, HDTV, TV, as you'd expect. Um, they had a selection of games there. Um, I believe it was Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, FIFA 14 or 16. I can't remember which one. I'd imagine FIFA 16. Yeah. yeah, FIFA 16, yeah. I don't know why 14 popped in my head. It's probably for it was it was on the screenshot that I yeah. saw. Um, Just Dance, uh, Lego the Movie, and Need for Speed, I think, Ben, wasn't right. it? Yeah. yeah. And um, two dual shot pads and a charger. And I also, I think I remember them saying that they do PSPs as well. Is that right, yeah, Ben? Yeah, they said PSP. I don't know if he's confused with Vita, though. Because... Vita, yeah. It's entirely possible. Yeah. Yeah, so either way, um, there is an, um, you could take out um, one of Sony's handheld, whichever one they had there. Uh, we didn't actually see them there, so I'm not sure if they're another. They, they might... There's also a PS4 in the lobby as well. Yeah, there's a PS4 in the lobby. Um, that wasn't in use because of um, the like the yeah. opening and everything. But yeah, um, it was pretty cool actually. I mean, you, see, you know, a PS4. I mean, there's not really much more to explain yeah. on that. On that, <laughs> it was the um, it's the standard one. So I imagine because yeah. they already just started rolling out this, they will probably. Uh, get PS4 Slim in because obviously that's replacing the standard model. That's just going to be the PS4 4 as we know it. So um, yeah, I mean, I like the room. I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm not going to do a whole review on the podcast. I'm just going <laughs> to briefly what we said. But yeah, <laughs> you know, it was nice. I, I'm actually writing up. I am actually writing up an article on it. So you know, if you're interested, then check it out if you yeah. want to know what tower reviews like. <laughs> but yeah, the um, it was um, they had like a big bash going on there. Says so there was a red carpet event and stuff. They had um, a lot of um. They had a lot of them um, guests and stuff. It was mostly, I think, there was it was mostly people from Towie and Love Island and Hollyoaks and things yeah. like that. Uh, they had uh, two men. I was going to say Blue. What correction? It's yeah. half of Blue. They had yeah, Simon. Blue. <laughs> yeah, Simon and Lee, who apparently were meant to come upstairs and play the PS4 with us and have a photo shoot, but they never did. If they did, we had already left because yeah. we had room until 10, but we decided to go down at 8 because that's when the food was being served and we we're bloody starving. <laughs> so we went down, yeah. But, um, I mean, it was proper posh nosh, but really, yeah, really, really nice. And it was yeah. all co- all covered, drinks, food, and breakfast as well, full English breakfast the next day. Uh, yeah, the do, I mean, the do itself, it was actually really, really good. It was They, they had a really good live band there. Um, they had this, uh, I wish I could remember a name, but this... Um, female singer came coming on uh she flew in from germany apparently she was really bloody good and props to you know blue as well they're actually good it's different when you hear people live you know just when you hear them normally on tv because i don't really follow that kind of music anyway but you know the band were good the band were good and they they got some pipes on them so yeah it was good i mean ben was boogieing down he got his photograph <laughs> we were talking before the podcast he got his photograph with um simon from blue with three playboy girls um, so they weren't actually legit, like with his, with, you know, peace <laughs> night. It's like, look, look at me, I'm a legit boss. <laughs> yeah, he did, literally. Yeah, I was, I was actually, I was Ben, 
Ben was the um Ben was the um the pimp daddy that night, and I was just going around. <laughs> I was his cameraman, just going around. Oh, I want a picture of him. Yep, Mike, come on, hurry up, hurry up. Okay, okay, Ben. Okay, let me put the drink down. <laughs> Taking photos with everyone. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, it was it was actually really good. And the room the room where we were staying was just you know it was just a standard hotel room. It was nice enough. Um, but you know uh, it was yeah it was bloody hot though that night because it was really hot weather in the oh, UK. Yeah, and it, it was wicked. Yeah, yeah it was but, weird. Though, yeah, it, but the weird the interesting thing is I later found out that apparently we missed a we missed a huge ass thunderstorm that was going on like down more down south in the country. Like, oh, um, yeah, Red, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah yeah, where, where where Neil lives, where I live in Reading, um, it was really really bad there. So, but it was no, no, we got nothing like that at all, apart from some sort of misty rain in the morning. There was no, nothing like that at all. But um, yeah, it, but it was good. I mean, yeah, it's good. It's good to hang out with Ben, obviously, who I have met before, but only at you know briefly for a couple of hours at an event. So it was cool to just chat, chill out and stuff. It was it was it was odd. I'm not gonna lie, it was odd. It's like we were game journalists going to review a hotel room. It did seem very odd, but because of a PS4 connection there, you know, you can see why. But, you know, also props to um I actually have his oh bugger, no I don't. I do have his name carded somewhere. So I just have a quick Oh I do, actually, here it is. Um Max Sigers, I hope I pronounced that right. He was our basically our contact there and he was a thoroughly nice bloke. That's all I can say. A very nice, accommodating guy. Really, really cool guy. So props to him. Oh. And hopefully he will um we probably want to hear this, but um hopefully he'll enjoy the review when it goes up. But yeah, an interesting experience. Very interesting. Pretty <laughs> good. Damn. Sounds like the right old night you had. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was a nice, it was nice, yeah, nice trip as well. But train journey was quite relaxing. So yeah, um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Good, good. So we got that. I suppose Gary's back with us now. Are you, Gary? I am. Am I back? Yeah, hey, he's back. Uh, sorry, internet uh, went for a second. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I think we'll start on the. Uh, what we've been playing this week with you, Gary, as you missed out on the first portion of the uh, podcast. What would you like to say about what you have played this very week, Mr. Oh, Baggers? Well, Shower Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awesome, man. Um, I have been playing a lot of God Eater 2 Rage Burst. Um, that game doesn't seem to want to end. Um <laughs> going through it and through it and it just keeps going and going and going. <laughs> um, every time I think that it's going to be the end, nope, there's more stuff to do. Um, so I've been playing that. I am enjoying it. It's, it is very addicting, um, but very repetitive. Um, its story is nowhere near as good as the first one was. Uh, actually, it took about 40 hours for the story to even get going and to have any sort of cohesion in it, which is a shame. Mm. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've been playing a game for review, which I can't talk about right now, but uh, you'll see the review go up hopefully uh, this coming week. Um, I've also been playing a lot of the For Honor Alpha. I'm thoroughly enjoying that game. Um, yeah, that's uh, surprising. I've heard some positive things. What What can you say about it that is uh, especially interesting or good because it just doesn't you know just looking at it doesn't seem to do it any justice perhaps because i can't see like why it has any appeal so what is it for me personally it's it, it reminds me a lot of a game called bushido blade which came oh. out way back on the uh. PS, where it's very strategic where 
if you remember Bushido Blade, you can get killed in one hit in that game. Yeah. Um, now this in the in For Honor, it's not necessary one hit that can kill you, but it's strategic in the way of how you enter combat. So you can go in and there's like a whole bunch of grunt soldiers and they're fighting, and you can just go in there and just reg them with one attack. Like you just hit the attack button, and your general is what I'm going to call them. They just kill everything in one hit. But then you encounter like other players who are the generals of that team. So it's four-on-four domination. So there's capture points you have to capture um, while there's like the grunts fighting and you kill them and you get EXP and points for it. And each time you kill a grunt, uh, you get a point and it just builds up up to, I think like 2000 is you win. If you score 2000 points, a hundred points, if you capture a base. Um, so you're constantly vying, but when the generals show up is when it gets really interesting and you go into kind of this, doing mode and like everything around you is still happening but like the grunts don't matter anymore like you can still hit them but it won't do the cool kill animations that he does and the way it works is you hold l2 and you walk on to one of the the other player and you go it's also your block move and what happens is you have three different stances and you change your stance with the right analog stick and the way you fight is pretty much you have to block in the direction that the enemy is attacking you. So say you're fighting a samurai and he's holding his sword on the right hand, like towards the, his right hand of the body. And he swings that way. You have to make sure you're blocking with your analog stick to the left. So your stance is blocking that, that side. And that's kind of how the fighting is. So you can go into combos and constantly switch around your fighting style. So, Oh, I'm hitting from the left. And then I switch to my high stance and do an upper attack. Right. So you constantly have to be blocking in the direction that they're attacking you. And it's it's cool because if you block and then hit square uh, right as they're about to hit you, you can actually break their guard, and then you get like three or four free hits on them because they're stunned from that, and you just do brutal attacks on them. Um, and for some characters like the Samurais, they're mostly the quick enemies that are really good at dodging, but they're attack power isn't that great whereas the vikings are slow they can take a beating they ha- they can take a lot more hits but they can also pretty much kill a samurai in two hits maximum wow. is what it will take and it just becomes this whole strategic fight it gets really difficult because mm-hmm. the tutorial doesn't really help you understand how to fight like multiple generals at the same time even though you can do it but it's very fun in, in that regard, in my opinion. Like, just, just the strategy of going into a one-on-one duel. Like, I saw online some guy fought this other dude for probably, like, ten minutes. They just went at it. And it was awesome <laughs> to watch. And it's cool, because, like, you can stun them. If you're fighting on a bridge, you can stun them, grab them, and throw them off the bridge, killing them. You can kick them into a spiked wall, uh, killing them that way. There's a lot of different ways you can kill the other generals, and it's just really fun. A lot of fun in that game, but a lot of nice. stuff to learn to do in that game. A lot. So it could be a surprise hit next year then. Oh. Yeah, like the, the biggest problem though is how you switch targets. Like it, you can't walk on to the grunts, but you can only walk on to the other players. So the problem is if there's multiple of them, I have no idea why they did this. But in order to switch targets, you have to hold L2 to walk on to one let go and quickly tap L2 again, and you'll just switch to the next guy. 
it's the worst thing they could have ever done because you just don't pay attention to that at all. And I suppose I, that's being you know, what it is. That's a this is a good time to find that out for them. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah, as the alpha. Yeah. Yeah, um, but at the same time, I do wonder because Ubisoft games where targeting is involved tend to have the same problem all around. <laughs> I just, I just thinking every Assassin's Creed has pretty much the same problem where you know targeting people is a bit weird. You know, it's so, but you know, with this, I just said the alpha maybe. Maybe they'll listen to feedback and uh, yeah, because it's kind of the point of what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. it's. I I was surprised. To me, it it was a little more fast paced than what I've heard before in the closed alpha they did beforehand. I think it was like three, four months ago. Like I'm running and there's a ladder. Oh, and I want to climb the ladder. You just run into the ladder and he just like bolts it up the ladder right away. (laughs) Like there is no button prompt you have to push. He just goes. In my opinion, it was personally quite um it was it, it, it was a lot fast paced is it still going time. on or not i think it ends today okay i'll have to try it again i haven't played past the tutorial which for you at home is uh, useless because that will be in the past of course but for us that's good news. <laughs> yeah um it's got customization so like you you find a loot uh after the fight uh like better helmets uh, upgrades for your weapons so you can customize that um from what i've noticed they don't necessarily increase attack power because i think they're doing it because it's going to be unbalanced or oh i can do this much damage against your level one guy who can't do any damage um but they a lot of the stuff i like, increase like your stamina regeneration um how effective you are at blocking without getting stunned um stuff like that and like it, all the changes of appear on your character which is really cool um your characters do take battle damage as well so you like i got hit really hard once for critical damage and you see like this big like cut on my vikings uh stomach area and like you see like the inside of of like where the, the intestine lining is it's pretty cool um <laughs> even though i was still running around <laughs> i don't know how i did it <laughs> But yeah, it, it's it's brutal. Executions are really cool. Uh, you get a chance to do those uh, on on the other generals. Um, pretty violent there. Um, I don't know how to recover health. I know you can do it. I've seen people do it before. I don't know how to do it yet. I couldn't figure it out. Um, but it's fun. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, my other issue with it is you can have like a samurai a Viking and a medieval knight on the same team, which to me kind of kills the purpose of Vikings fighting samurais. Um, I was hoping that it would be one faction versus another faction, but I suppose the problem with that is balancing. Then is trying to hope that everyone's going to want to play as different factions it's like enough, you know, because as you've probably seen in any multiplayer game where people have got to be on a team, it's like if they don't like the team they're on, they're just going to jump ship. It's simple. So you end up, in most of those cases, screwed because no one comes in to jump in and take their place and you get a mismatch game. Yeah. I, I wonder if that would be the same problem. and Maybe this is the best way to sort of deal with that. Yeah, but no, it's fine. Like It's fun fighting like a medieval knight and a samurai while on the same team, but it just kind of looks weird. When samurai is going in and all the grunt units are medieval knights. <laughs> yeah, to be, to be fair, 
it's already weird because it is Vikings fighting samurais. It's fighting <laughs> yeah, it's true. All completely different type here. <laughs> but it, it, it's a lot of fun. Vikings right now have been my favorite because they're just straight up like brute force. They don't care about anything. Just the max damage. They swing hard. hard. They can take damage. Uh, my Viking, you, you can select perks as well before you go into a fight. Uh, yeah. And the perk I selected was Ravenger, where um, if I take enough damage, my Viking gets pissed off, and it goes into Berserk mode, <laughs> and I can just swing without, like, that enemies being able to block me or anything, and I just go into crazy mode for, like, five seconds. <laughs> just own everything. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's a lot of fun. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Excellent. Anything else this week, or has that been your... Uh... Uh, those are pretty much, uh, the, the, and the one I can't talk about right now. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I think the obvious person to go to next is Mr. Michael Harridance. Um, what have you been up to? Have you, or have you been too busy with the news or, and partying or <laughs> had there been games? I, I do believe I spied you back on destiny earlier. <laughs> oh, eagle eyes, eh? Uh, yeah, I um I got back on Destiny a couple of hours ago because of the obviously we got Rise of Iron, and I need to download mm, the update for it as well. So and I jumped back in. I just I didn't really do a huge amount. I did because um, I still got quests left over from the Taken King because it's there's still so much in there, so yeah. much content in there. Uh, it's not necessarily story stuff. It's just all these extra like bits and pieces. You know, do this, kill this guy kind of thing. So I've been doing that. Um, I did. Um, I mostly did Crucible actually because I like doing the um, freeway. I like doing the small team battles where it's three people and you have to. If you get killed, then that's it. Unless someone revives you, and then obviously right. you eliminate the whole team. Oh, last so, man standing. So yeah, but pretty much yeah. So that that was good fun. Um, I still seem to be be able to play it and shoot straight, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's um, it's just it, you know going back into a game. Um, that you haven't played for a long time, and a game like Destiny, where there's so much crap going on being sh- put on your screen, it's a bit overwhelming at times, but I managed to kind of um, uh, reacquaint myself, and, you know, I'm looking forward to diving back in, but I really, I miss playing it with other people, I really need to get, because we used to do this with Steven a lot, but Steven doesn't seem to have time for Destiny, or much else lately, actually, in terms so, of games. We're all getting old, Mike. We're yeah, because right. he's, um, he, he's, he's handling, like, three million jobs at once, so... Um, he, he does have a lot of jobs uh, he's juggling, so that's obviously in kids as well. So it's difficult for him to do that. But, you know, me and Ben were talking at least, at the, at the very least, me and him will team up and do something and maybe try and find a third person if we can um, for Rise of Iron because obviously PSU is going to be covering that because we tend to, you know, we try and do guides for it and stuff like that and it's sort of going to be popular. So, yeah, um, apart from that, I've been on uh, I've been on the Resident Evil 7 demo. Oh, yes. Okay. update. Yeah, I haven't I haven't managed to touch it yet as a, a tiny bit busy <laughs> with Ruby. Yeah. But um yeah, I know there's not much new to it, but is no, it's it intriguing um, you still? Yeah, it is. I'm is uh I've been I have to admit um because it was at TGS this week, they showed a new um uh gameplay trailer, new screenshots mostly around oh, yes. the, Baker, the yeah, the Baker family and stuff. And I have to admit I am the more I'm hearing about this game, the more I am really looking forward to it. It has definitely caught me. It really has. I'm really looking forward to this. I just I, I have no idea what it's all about, who these people are, why they're, you know, apparently feeding you rotten flesh and 
seemingly indestructible and all this kind of stuff, but I'm hoping it's got something to do with tied in with Umbrella or something or some virus or something. I'm sure it will be because it, we know it's not supernatural, so there's no ghosts in it, despite there being supernatural style elements. By the look of it, it's obviously tied to some sort of virus, I reckon. So, um, but yeah. yeah, I'm really intrigued by it. Um, I think the location is great. And I just love the whole Texas Chainsaw crazy family um, vibe from it. I'm just getting that everywhere. Where, yeah, wherever totally. Yeah. Plus, um, with the sort of Louisiana setting of the main mm-hmm. game, that, as I said, that does have deep zombie connections, you know, in terms of history, actual history, you know. The, voodoo and all that. Yeah, voodoo and all that. And that would be amazing to go back to that sort of, you know, not dead people coming back to life, but more people in a trance being made to kill and eat people like that. That, that sounds like a really kind of scary thing in a way, the fact that, you know, you know, it's not just zombies in that sense. You know, you're actually going back to killing people who don't have any control over themselves. And it's like it brings a new angle. And I, it's been a long time since anyone's really done that with zombies properly, you know, and actually had, you know, living people. In a yeah. sort of style, and it's that'd be cool if that's what they're doing. Right. To me, I think it looks like they're going that way, and that would be awesome. But the other thing to remember is they said that these characters in still getting shown in every trailer still aren't supposed to be in the main game. So I do wonder if we're, it's going to be more to this demo coming you know, in the uh, next few months. Um, what, what do you mean by which characters are you on about specifically? Well, the bakers aren't supposed to be in the whole thing, are they? No, the, the bakers, they're part of their their main characters. They are main characters. Yeah, okay. they, oh, yeah, absolutely. It's the, yeah. Um, the ones that aren't in the demo. The character you play as in the demo is not the main character you play right. as in the game. Okay. I think this is, I think it's, what from what I gather now, that is some sort of prologue thing. You won't be playing, that's not a playable section in the main game. It's a no, pre, it's a pre- whole thing is like a... Yeah, it's a prelude, but I imagine, for example, that the farmhouse, the setting where you are in the demo, the house, is probably part of the main game in the sense that it will be a location you visit, maybe. But nothing else, it's not a playable section of the main game. You won't be doing that in the main game. No, no, it's just right. a way to show what the game is like while keeping it in context with the storyline, saying this, yeah, this, these, the Baker family killed these guys, they captured this bloke or whatever, but you won't be experiencing that. No, so they uh, seem indestructible as well, which is uh, interesting. I mean, if you notice the father on fire and a couple of things, and it's like, you think, and then obviously it still comes around again, so I wonder... There's some sort yeah. of, that that would probably tie into the virus side of things. Perhaps. Oh yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that I mean they still might do what you said, but I think it's pretty obvious that you know someone getting burnt alive and then getting shot several times and not even flinching. Yeah. I think it's pretty much a, a bioweapon um, type thing. I'm, I'm going to go out of my way and say that I think the Baker family, if they are in the game, like for the full game, yeah. I think they're they're patient zero for the T virus. I think they're the first infected, oh. and I think they're inhibiting the signs of like they're eating the human flesh and stuff. But oh, they're like not... a eye zombie style thing. Yeah, but they're they're they not they they didn't transform like you would into a zombie. Yeah, or just mindless and walking around. They can they still have intelligence. Uh, yeah. They still have pretty much that indestructible force that a zombie would have, unless you know, obviously shot in the head, which doesn't really work in Resident Evil, but. Um, I think they're patient zero. I think they're the first infected, the first experimented on. Maybe they got away uh, after the mansion exploded or something. Perhaps. And I mean, maybe that's it. They've been out. hiding for all these years, and you're coming back to see them again. It's, uh, 
Yeah. It's entirely possible. I mean, it's, that's the thing. That's the intrigue of it all. It's just there's, there's a bit of the unknown. There's a bit there of, you know, story. Yeah, that's what I like. Yeah, that's what I like. They're not showing too much. They're not giving too much away. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, res- for, resident sorry, part is there as well. Is, I was gonna say, yeah, the resident part is there as well. You know, the Resident Evil, the fact that it is yeah. just yeah, very much so that thematically similar to the first game in that sense. Yeah, well, it's the mansion you go into. Yeah, you know? I mean, mansion with, with the shot that lives there and that's it and it's yeah i mean they got the even the mansion i don't know if you've seen me a shot of a sort of the main entrance hall in the um in resident evil 7 it's got the balcony and stuff it's mm. it looks like a mini spencer mansion almost you know the way it's set up so yeah very um evocative of um resident evil 1 also, but yeah i mean as as well if you in the uh, trailer there was a police officer as well wasn't there and uh yeah yeah. That seems to be sort of, there's lots of little hints to the series, you know, in these trailers and the teaser so far. And it's just like, I mean, that alone, that looked very RPD sort of uh, outfit in a way. But uh, I do. Yeah, it want- seemed very out of place, though. Like, it just randomly, yeah. there's a cop, and you're just like, okay, what is he doing? You know, very out of place segment. I wonder if it means more than it. That's why I say that it seems yeah. like they're dropping hints a lot of the time. Yeah. It's like, I mean, playing Resident Evil 4 recently, you know, um, just it reminded me of how close that is to Resident Evil 7 in in a lot of ways. And especially, in, you know, the color scheme, the, the outback the out setting, if you will, of obviously in a different country. But and then you, the stuff you find in the demo as well, and like that just has something very like a homage to the entire series to it. And it's like, again... It's sort of happening with the, tra- the trailers and yeah. So um, the demo, uh, back to the demo itself. I mean, I know a lot. Of you, uh, I think you guys don't want spoilers, but yeah, it's um, it has been updated. But I just say that it's not. Um, there's some intrigue. There's some interesting stuff, but don't don't expect too much. That's what I say. There is. Well, I, mean, I think it's pretty obvious. Everyone's seen this now. There is a new room to explore. I say that, mm. uh, which has got some stuff in it. Um, but it's it opens up more. Um, I think it's like a case of more questions than answers at the moment, but I think it's pretty obvious they're going to, I reckon they're definitely going to update this again. Definitely. Um, it, I just think it's important. Now, once you've played it and seen the new content, uh, there's certain things in there that um, indicates that they're not done updating it yet. I, I, I definitely think there's more coming. Definitely probably be, um, let's see, it was in June, July, or September. So, yeah. We're pro- probably looking at around maybe December. So maybe a month or so before the game comes out. Yeah. I, I would say they they'll either update it when VR comes out or mm. when the pool comes out. Yeah, oh, VR. Yeah, I suppose that, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the um, kitchen demo comes as part of the demo disc, doesn't it? If I'm right. Yeah, in America it does. You yeah. can also America, download yeah. it off the store as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. On American store, but you know that's not hard yeah. to make. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that's pretty much me done, um, chaps. So um. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. Excellent. Ben, have you played anything that isn't Final Fantasy fourteen? Nope. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's that one done. That's probably for the best because I've got a rather extensive list of games I've been playing <laughs> in the last week. Um, I think me and you touched upon Pez last week, and Ben was utterly thrilled because, as you know, Ben loves football. Fuck yeah. It's, yeah, you are the football master, along with being a PlayStation boffin. Yeah. As well, <laughs> as certified by uh, the Penta Hotel. Well, yeah, I did mm-hmm. have to it's sell up. the PS4 for Blue. Yeah, so you are the resident PlayStation boffin for Penta uh, Hotels. 
Oh, by the way, I did change all the clan tags to PSU Rocks. So, of course. Know. Way. And people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he did, yeah. You know, the funny part Brilliant. was, right, they've got their two controllers, but one of the controllers wasn't synced to the PS4 and it didn't have a cable to... Interesting. <laughs> Luckily, I had the cable in my pocket. As you do. And <laughs> just carries around USB cable. <laughs> oh, what am I going to randomly sing today? <laughs> That's how you get to be surrounded by a group of women. Uh, always carry USB cable in your pocket. It's, everyone knows this, Gary. Oh, okay. If you weren't too busy in the shower with your hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Well, no, I, I, yeah. I was kind of using my... I haven't watched it. Uh, mobile yeah, battery pack because I was using yeah. it to charge my phone and well the cable is a USB so I kind of had it in my pocket I, I think we'll edit that bit out the, best, the other bits <laughs> and it'll be much more entertaining you know, what the go- you know what the girls will be saying don't you is that a USB cable in your pocket or you're just happy to see me if they're comparing it to a USB I, 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 I'd be disappointed you might have it in <laughs> <laughs> I like to charge your slot. I like to copy my files on D. <laughs> oh God, here we go. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this, this could go down a very, very dingy lane. So uh, yeah, yeah. before yeah. we, before the misogynist police come and arrest us, we better <laughs> stop this. Yeah, we better uh, behave. Yes, let's behave. Uh, yeah, so Pez, uh, I reviewed that. It's brilliant, and it's a football game. I will say a little more because. I think there's only two people who really like football games <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Um, <laughs> um, I had the impossible task of playing two sort of trilogies this week of old games, remasters, um, the first of which in each I had never played fully before. Um, the Dead Rising, not trilogy so much as uh, Dead Rising, Dead Rising 2, and Dead Rising 2.5 off the record, um, yeah, I'd never played Dead Rising before, and it was one of the games that almost tempted me to get an Xbox many years ago. But uh, the story of that was that um, I just didn't bother. <laughs> Ended up getting, uh, I think it was probably a PS3. I waited for the PS3, and and but my patience it won out because ten years later I was able to play Dead Rising on a PlayStation system, and you know what? I think it holds up pretty well as a game. I think the systems in it are really good. It, it's just, it came at a time then, I think, where I was getting a bit disenfranchised with Resident Evil because 4 went the direction it did. And we've discussed that on here before, how that, you know, I felt about that. And that just felt like, oh, look, they're doing slow zombies in this game. And it's also got lots of Dawn of the Dead style references. This could be amazing. But yeah. Mm, Heaven and Earth couldn't move me to buy an Xbox to play it. Uh, it's just... I mean, I hear, obviously, one of the major complaints, praise points of uh, the original Dead Rising is that timer system where you get 70 to, 72 hours and you can't do everything. You can't just freely explore everything in the mall and around it and do all of it at once because that's not how the game works. It is literally like a Groundhog Day, if you will, where you... You learn a little more each time and learn where the shortcuts are and you just get fit more in eventually into your day, into your free days and learn all the secret areas, the hidey holes, where the bosses are and such. And 
Yeah, it's 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 one even then for two thousand and six that must have been wonderfully old school to go through. And I yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The sequel, mm. however, I, I played on PlayStation with that hype in mind many years ago and I was sorely disappointed. Uh, it it adds a lot of fun things, you know, like the um terror is reality, you know, game show stuff is quite fun. It's got co op, which again any even the worst game is uh, improved by co-op. Aliens, Colonial Marines is a terrible game, but it's fun in co-op because it's so stupid and uh, you get to enjoy it with someone else. Um, yeah, and Dead Rising 2 off the record is basically the same game, but with Frank West in it instead of Chuck Green. And both games suffer from trying to be too heartstringy, tug- tugging and still you know having your character running around in underpants and a mega man hat it's you can't quite get that by i mean the first game is it it revels in its absurd you know absurd nature it doesn't go for oh my god zombies oh the world is horrible i mean it's like a technicolor feast in dead rising and it's the end of the world as we know it coming in this small town but yeah the second game and it's uh, spin-off are uh, just so po-faced by comparison that it just loses a bit of that charm. And I could not give a fuck about getting Zombrex for you know, Infected Daughter ever, ever again. I couldn't <laughs> then, I can't now. I just cannot abide it. it. It's slightly more tolerable with Dead Rising off the record because it, you're doing it for Frank instead. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're all right, you, you ugly bastard. I, I'll, I'll get stuff for you. <laughs> but it's like, nah, spending... Spending half the game looking for stuff when you want to go and look at stuff, it, it kind of ruins that balance you had in the first game. So, yeah, I, my advice is get the first one on its own and don't bother with the triple pack because Dead Rising 2 is a bit toss and off the record's all right. But um, then the other trilogy of games, which is more of a trilogy, I mean, is the Bioshock Collection. And, yeah, I had also never played... Bioshock the whole way through, which is seemingly criminal in this day and age. Mm-hmm. I've literally played the first 30 minutes, I think, several times in the past. You know, done the descent into Rapture, saw the big first Big Daddy, got slightly beyond there, and then not come back to it. It's like, I think that I, the last time I did that was a few months ago on uh, PlayStation Now. But yeah, I don't know, maybe it's because it's a little more spruced up now, and, you know, just I, it's ease of use it's there on my console it's like it just i managed to play through quite happily that and you know i was reviewing it and that kind of helps in a <laughs> motivating you to play the entire game but yeah again another game that holds up pretty well i think in retrospect it's not as smart as it thinks it is you know it's this whole well look at us we've got ayn rand books in here and uh all these great Know, social and moral commentaries, but we also have we're firing fireballs out of our hand and shooting people to death everywhere if we can. A problem with the entire trilogy, really, if you will. But uh, you know, as, as smart as they are, they are relying on the oldest trick in the book, which is <clears throat> shoot stuff till it gets out of your way. Um, by shot two, still think it's a very underrated game. Wonderful, in fact, I, I like the perspective of being the big daddy. I think weirdly more so since having kids. I think it's it's the same with like saving the little sisters in the first game. It's like it's I could not sacrifice them for getting Adam. Just 
because you, when you have a daughter, it's, it's weird that you have a daughter and then that happens and you're like, no, can't do that. It just seems wrong. Um, but yeah, Bioshock 2 is nice to see that sort of continuation of you know, seeing the relationship between the big daddies and the little sisters and the, how it's you know, it's a very close kinship, but it's also very manipulative as well. And yeah, it's, it's still a really good game. I still say it's probably toss up between that and the first one which I like more but Infinite still like it at the most out of the three I think there's large swathes of Infinite that are absolutely glorious that opening 20-30 minutes again is just so sedate so colourful and vibrant and just shows you all these wonderful things and I, and I really just the slight graphical upgrade maybe just want to look around more this time you know, and I've done this several times before but again, it's another one that the minute it starts descending into violence, it's just like, mm, yeah, well, it's like, Bioshock as a series has not been very good at being a shooter. It's like, it's competent at best, but it's just, it's hard to sort of take this, look at our smart story stuff with you know, that, the look, I just smacked a guy in the face of a skyhook and his head fell off. And it's like, hmm. it's an oddness for me. Um, so yeah, they're, they're the main things. Uh, other than that, usual stuff, bit of GTA, bit of Pez, and finished Minecraft Story Mode this week, which the final episode of that, which is still, uh, it had more highs than some stuff Telltale's put out, and it's probably, it's a very good family-friendly Telltale game, which is odd. And as, now that I've got that one out of the way, I only have to look forward to what, Batman and uh, The Walking Dead will come soon after that, I'd imagine. So it uh, feels like a never-ending journey at the minute with the, the Telltale stuff. Uh, uh, pretty much as soon as you finish one. Well, I must admit, though, I hate the fact that they're already selling the Batman on disc. Well, they did it with Minecraft Story Mode as well. After the it's first episode, just, it's just stupid. Mm, now this is also the uh, same company that put out what, a game that was effectively an alpha for someone else. <laughs> in a days to die so it's them pushing boundaries a little and you know, people are very receptive to it so it works I mean Minecraft Story Mode even though it wasn't finished finished was still charting in the top 20 quite a lot uh, for weeks and weeks and weeks so it works clearly um, yeah plus the power of Minecraft that's it for me on games. I think yeah, it, it sounded like a lot more in my head, but uh, oh, Rock Band Four, but that has been really cathartic just to play that on when you've been doing nothing but shooting things for ages and you know, killing zombies. It, it is nice to just sort of play a good old-fashioned party game like that. And yeah, it made my hands cramp a bit the other day, and to the point I thought I was going to have to be typing with my nose the next day. It's, Glorious in that in that respect. Great guitar fiddling. Oh, but anyway, there's other things to talk about. But video games we have played and things that will be coming out or have come out. In fact, there's uh, of course been the firmware update this uh, last week, which obviously has been betaed for a while. It's added some nice fancy things. I found I've quite liked having a sidebar rather than actually going off the entire screen. I like the fact that you can just sort of view your trophies and whatever and it's just it, it's a lot more streamlined in a lot of ways than yeah i'm generally impressed 
not so sure about some of the design choices in like the menus and the trophy pop up and that, but could be worse. Could be worse. How about you guys? Um, have you found the firmware Mike? Um, well, to be honest, I haven't really um, paid much attention to it lately because I, I was just in a rush to play the Resi 7 demo and all that. I was like, oh, for God's sake, I have to like up, get, get this damn firmware updated and stuff. And it was like, so it was like my, my, like, I was more focused on doing that than anything else. But yeah. I, um, I mean, it looked, yeah, I like the, um, I like some, I mean, I noticed like this small, like, kind of like the, the layout looks a little different. I mean, I think it's, I don't know, maybe the fonts have changed and a few other bits and pieces, like the loading icon has got the PlayStation buttons instead of that circle. Yeah, so and the, the, the drop-down menus on games have changed as well, and they're quite nice. So I, yeah, I mean... More in line with the store. You know, yeah. Do. Yeah, I mean, they, they look nice and stuff. I mean, I noticed that... Um, when when I was playing Destiny, when I highlighted the um on on the um the main on the PlayStation menu screen, um when I highlighted Destiny, um I noticed that it, uh, there was a, me- a a menu that popped up saying, "Oh, uh, one of my friends was playing the game in the moment," which was quite oh. cool. Yeah, so um yeah, yeah, so you know yeah, when you just like literally like when you're about to you know you got the disc in, the um the the icon for the game comes up and you just before you press X to go into it, um usually you know it lowers all those. All, all, the, all those bits and pieces of info and stuff but this i left mm. it and yeah this thing popped up saying that oh blah 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 i was playing destiny right now doing this kind of thing so that was quite cool so it's just you know, a nice way to see who's playing the game and stuff so that was pretty cool and to be honest with you i i'd be lying if i said i gave it more attention than that i probably i probably need to like <laughs> dive deeper into it to be honest it's just uh i haven't um apart from um I, you know i haven't really been on it on the ps4 all that much this week apart from what i mentioned obviously it was just literally specifically to play that demo get all the stuff noted down for when i can write something up and obviously today i want on destiny to try and you know dip into something so um yeah i i, I probably um i'll probably have a, a proper look at it again um next week cool excellent what about you mr bagdazarov how have you found it oh we found it robotic Fantastic. Is that like a robot? You do a bit, yes. Oh, man. <laughs> it, it's better than the uh, usual pre-recording uh, chipmunking sound. <laughs> <laughs> One day I'll release those to the public. Yeah, and he's going to use that as leverage. <laughs> oh, man. Still there? Yeah, still there. Yeah, he's still here. But is it any good? That's the question. Uh, do you want to just move on to Ben then? And I'll go well, I'll move on to Ben, Robot Gary. And we'll... <laughs> <laughs> so Ben, how have you found the uh, firmware update? Well, I've had it for ages, haven't I, really? So. Yes, you have, but we weren't allowed to talk about that, you know. It's yeah. Secret, uh, secret. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've been really enjoy- I've been like, I like the folders. I have put Fantasy Fourteen in its own folder called the best game ever. It's right Very next good. to Goat Simulator in, in that oh, folder. Right. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, you had a second folder that said the second best game ever. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, and I've also leave. got a folder with Dead Island in it called The, the Load of Crap. Yeah. <laughs> with all my junk stuff that you have to have on your PS4. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I straight away made a folder for that. I was yeah, like, called yep, a bunch of crap. Yeah, bunch of crap. I just put other. <laughs> I see you're much more polite than me. 
Uh, yeah, well, my child uses mine, so yeah, he, oh, he can spell now. So, so. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. yeah it, it's a dangerous game, uh, having anything uh, profane. Yeah. On there yeah, minute. so... Yeah, I like that. I like I like the fact that I can have my own image in my profile as a banner. I can't remember what I used for mine. It's like it was something really boring in the end. Was, I was just looking through. <laughs> I had like two sec, a few seconds to do it. Was before I went out. Oh, uh, I'll pick this photo. There you go. I and have I, the picture of my character from Fantasy Fourteen. Of because, course, of course. Because of course. <laughs> why? Yeah, I mean, why would you pick anything else? Let's be honest. But, so. Um. So yeah. I enjoy this Excellent. firmware update, and um, yeah, I Your like the fact that you can uh, um, invite party people. Yeah, you can view the party chat from the thingamajig as well. Quick, oh yeah, and you can watch it do Spotify from there as well. Yeah, I noticed that that is something that I had kind of been waiting for because as much as I use my phone as a remote for it anyway, you know, it's like it, it's kind of cool that you can just yeah, you know, pinch use it that way instead. So that's good. Yeah. But so yeah, apart from that, yeah, are, good, good, good stuff. Yeah, you're Commander Cherry, and yeah. you approve the, the message. I'm Commander Cherry, and this is my favourite firmware in the Citadel. Yes, <laughs> that's it. You got it right where I got it wrong. <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, I think that's a fairly positive reaction all round on that one. Um. We touched upon Tokyo Game Show as well this week with the Resident Evil stuff. Of course, the. Uh, big news out this week that was a game that has been off delayed got delayed again um mm-hmm. the last guardian is now coming out on the 7th of december i believe and you know like it was supposed to be out next month which now i'm kind of relieved about because that was going to be the same week that skyrim uh, the remaster version was coming out and i really don't think i could have uh, split my time fairly between the two you know <clears throat> so I'm not too bothered, and they've uh, there was some footage that came out from it, which I was quite pleased about. To be honest, so it's like, yeah, this looks like more Ico slash Shadow of the Colossus stuff, but slightly more new looking. Uh, I'm happy with that. But that'll do me. Um, but yeah, apparently it doesn't demo very well. But then, considering you know, Team Ico's games don't really do well for demos anyway, it's like that doesn't surprise me. Um, Plus, wasn't it Polygon saying that wasn't a good demo? Yeah, and I yeah, mean, they can't. Remember, dude. I saw them play the video. In the video, that was a uh, god awful. Yeah, they still haven't uh, got anyone. With... And while we're at it, on the video, they got someone to read out a bit at the beginning of the demo, just like sort of echoing the person who'd written the uh, preview. Yeah. Uh, what they said, but it just—it was just so weird. <laughs> it just didn't sound right. It was just like. And they had to sort of keep clarifying that they weren't the person saying this, but the person that had written it. And it's like, oh, why didn't you just get the guy that wrote it to do this? And then but, and I was like, Polygon must be very weird. I wonder if their staff ever meet. Because <laughs> they just seem to have pluck people out of thin air and go, go, it's like, oh, we need someone to demo the Doom game. Hey, you, guy on the street, come in. Like that. And <laughs> yeah, this, it just seems like. amazing. I want that to be a thing. I, I, I want them to literally just find yeah, people I, randomly. It's like, you there, boy. <laughs> You've got the shoes on. You will do. <laughs> do you know what day it is? Why, it's Last Guardian Delay Day. <laughs> <laughs> Splendid. Go fetch me the biggest... 
pile of shade you can find. Are you upset that, by the... Uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Are you upset by that? Uh, the delay, or are you not bothered anyway about it? Ben? Me? Um, no, don't care. Nah, Actually, I'm, more, I'm, care. More likely, I'm more likely to buy in December, and then I thought, wait, oh no, yeah, I've got more likely to buy in December now, because South Park's been delayed as well. Yeah, so that, well, yeah, South Park's trembling, yeah. clearly. Oh, yeah. oh, that was, I always wonder if that was a joke in itself, that they decided to delay it after hearing The Last Guardian was coming at the same time. But yeah, so I wasn't going to buy it yeah. in October because I had too many, I have World of Final Fantasy and Dragon Ball coming out. And yeah. December I wouldn't have bought it because South Park, but now that South Park's not coming out, I might I might buy it now. Yeah, there you go then. So, Congratulations, Last Guardian. You win because everyone else left. <laughs> <laughs> everyone <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what about you, Mike? How are you feeling on that? Well, Last Guardian. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm not... I'm not surprised it's been delayed, but I was actually really impressed it wasn't pushed back till next year because when I saw the news about it being delayed before actually, you know, reading the four article, I thought, oh, God, another one's been pushed to next yeah. year. So I was actually quite impressed that it... Um, I don't know, December, I mean, December is traditionally not really that big of a, a month for games. It's usually, you know, you September, October, November, then December, it kind of tapers off a bit. So it's kind of nice to have a big game out just before Christmas, literally just before Christmas. So I think that's pretty cool, and it's got less competition around that time as well, because before it was smack bang in the middle of where the big releases were and stuff, as you said. Um, it, as for the game itself, I mean, I, I did start. I did see a, um, a, a some gameplay footage. Um, I think it was like a 15-minute demo from TGS. I mean, it looked really good. Uh, it, it, it looked... Um, it's kind of like looked what I thought it would be, just like, you know, just a very puzzle-based adventure game kind of thing. It's not really... I'm, I'm not saying it in a negative way. It's like it, it, it's doing exact, you know, it's, it looks exactly what I'd expect kind of thing, if that makes any sense. It hasn't really yeah. disappointed. It hasn't disappointed me at all. It's um, it hasn't like thrown a curveball. I was like, oh, wow, look at that. I didn't expect that. It's just, you know, it's it's doing what I wanted it to, if I'm yeah. making sense. Yeah. So it looks I mean, it does. It looks nice. The visual looks, visuals look really nice. And the uh, uh, tri- uh, Trico or Trico, however you, however you say his name, um, um, I like that kind of like partner dynamic with the young boy. It looks pretty cool and it's different. You know, obviously I know they've had obviously partner characters in games are, you know, nothing new, but this is just like this huge, great, you know, Griffin slash cat beast or whatever the hell it is meant to be. So I think that's a pretty cool, yeah. you know, I, I, I've always liked the idea of that from the very beginning. I think it's probably what most people are, uh, are kind of like attracted to because it's such a, it's such a striking character. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's looking good. I mean, I've always championed The Last Guardian. I think I've never really gone off, you know, I've never really gone like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I don't care about it anymore. I never live up to the hype. I've just been keeping a level head, and, you know, when it comes out, it comes out and I'll play it kind of thing. So it's, um, yeah, I'm just glad it hasn't been pushed any further, though, because I think that would really be, <laughs> that would really yeah. be taking the oh, mic if it didn't make this year. Yeah. That's it. I'm hoping, I really am hoping that it does yeah. well. You know, yeah. Not, obviously not commercially because it's not that kind of game let's be honest i think sony would always be willing to take a hit on it in that regard um yeah i wonder how it will do that's quite interesting it'll be uh, it might be you never know it might be a surprise hit you never know it might be i mean the uh, previews seem to suggest that it was the controls being very old school and yeah um, i've read that yeah. being the problem but i played shadow of the colossus a couple of months back and 
I don't know, it still feels right to me, you know, like that. I, maybe if it's like when a game where you're very familiar with how they work and uh, mechanically, it's like to have a new one that feels different mechanically, it can be very jarring. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I kind of prefer the idea. Maybe I need the hands on time with it to understand it, but I kind of prefer that it is like that. Like, you know, like you just basically steer them into every direction, like less like a person, more like a, a, a small boat in some ways, but because that's just the way I've enjoyed it in their previous games. But okay, eh, maybe that's just being a sucker for nostalgia. Who knows? We'll see. I, I think that's yeah. the worst argument ever. Like the controls are old school. Like to me, it just sounds like everybody wants every game to have the exact same control scheme. Yeah, and that that, that just irritates me. It's like R two should always be your fire button, no matter what. Why should it be? Like, if it works in a game that doesn't have combat, like a first-person shooter, why should R2 be your attack button? You know, I just, I, I really hate that argument, right? It, it just doesn't control right, you know? To me, that's a terrible argument. I yeah, hate that. I so. agree. I agree. Everybody, I mean, if it's not responsive, that's fine, you know? It's like, but, yeah, I don't think that was really the problem. Uh, who like, knows? everybody that's expects X to be the jump button if your game has jump. I don't see... They recently had a... Uh, expectation so. for that. You know, it's... I'm trying to think what game it was recently that had R1 as a jump button. God, I can't remember. But yeah, I remember that very recently. A game that had that, and I was like, oh, interesting. Okay. That's, yeah, I get uh, very confused because I play fantasy a lot. Is there any game I play that has a jump yeah. button and it's X? I'm like, what, 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 what? Because Final Fantasy fourteen, the jump is triangle. So, <laughs> oh man, that that yeah. for a while when um, Fallout Four first came out, and obviously my son was also playing Minecraft a lot at the time. So because their jump buttons are X and triangle respectively, it was a uh, switching between the two constantly, just mucking out, out. Because then in Minecraft it opens uh, your inventory basically, and like in Fallout it does nothing really. But so it's apart from interact is it's. it's yeah, so it is strange when you have these little tweaks, but I wouldn't really... You can't really fault a game for having a different control set because it, well, it takes you out of your norm, in a way. Some of the guys that play uh, Tomorrow Children, even though they developed it, were having trouble on the stream because yeah. they're used to the Japanese controls, which is Circle and Exus, you know, the opposite way around. Yeah. So they were having confu- confusing time on the menus because they couldn't work out why it kept going... Ex- kept getting accepted instead of going backwards. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, strange, isn't it? It's, but hey, uh, there's, I think there's always room for experimentation with controls. I know it's not always going to hit, but it's got to be worth a shot. Isn't it? You know, just, and I know this isn't really changing anything. This is pretty much keeping it fairly established. But uh, You would get Resident Evil, for example, like the first Resident Evil... I can go back to that any day and like it's like embedded into my brain now where mm, up is yeah. always to go forward. That is it. Like that hasn't changed at all. You know, but nowadays everybody will lose their shit if they play that game with those controls and mm. yeah. yeah. It's like uh, now you mentioned that that and uh, Dead Rising I found the way they control is, yes, it's clunky by modern standards, but at the same time, they kind of fit into the design of the game. 
which yeah. is what you want. If that's what the, if it fits with the design of your game and nothing is ever unfair, then that's cool. It's like Resident Evil Four. The controls are still a bit clunky compared to the, the games that come after because the enemy is set to a certain speed. Your dangers are always at a certain speed, so you always have a fair amount of time to react, but it's just enough that there's peril and danger. It's really delicately balanced, and it's a fantastic thing to do. It's very hard for, for developers to get that right. Like that. So it's entirely possible. But Yeah, yeah like especially with like Resident Evil Remake, like I went and mm-hmm. I changed the control scheme with like to run around with the left analog stick, like regular games yeah, nowadays. I couldn't and, use that. I couldn't either. I I had to switch right. it back because I was so used to Resident Evil playing that way where up is the only way to move forward that yeah. I had to switch it back. I just couldn't get used to playing it like yeah. every other game. It, it was like it's like you're skating. It just doesn't seem right. Yeah, it didn't it didn't feel right for Resident Evil at all. It just looked, it looked stupid as well the way you could turn so quickly in little circles really fast. It didn't no tank controls all the way. I was just I, I wouldn't I wouldn't change them at all. It's um no I have to um have to play with the um classic controls for that definitely wouldn't want them any other way. <clears throat> yeah, so there you go. We've got. I feel we've covered all our subjects for this week. Isn't that fantastic? Unless there's anything else anyone wanted to bring up game wise. Uh, what about uh, Metal Gear Survive? Did anyone oh, see yeah, go on, then. let's talk talk about Metal Gear Survive. Uh, <laughs> go on, Mike. Did you see anything of it? I saw a bit. Um, I was busy at the time, so I just but I I saw it there, and I thought, oh, I have to check this out here. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is. I thought this would be easier to kind of like commenting on, but um, I think the, the premise of it sounds really really cool. If it was something else other than Metal Gear Solid, I mean, I'm sure the gameplay will be will be decent enough because Metal Gear Solid Five was a decent game mechanically. Well, um, and, so, and let's yeah, say they are using Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, it is Metal Gear Solid Five with just a skin. Yeah, but a skin change basically. That's all. Sort of you know, different locations and stuff. It's all based on assets from Metal Gear Solid Five. But it's just it's so it's so daft. It, 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 oh, I, it's just such a it's such a you know it's. I just don't understand why they're doing it. I think that's what I'm. Tra- you know, I don't understand why they want to make a Metal Gear game like that. Why do they want to do some? Why do they want to make it such a? Why do they want to deviate so much? From, I can understand. I, I I expected. I would expect something like a spin-off or something like that, set within the Metal Gear Solid universe. That's canon or whatever. Sure. You know, not some crazy zombie survival type game with wormholes and stuff. It's just not. It's just so left field for Metal, and that's weird saying that for Metal Gear Solid because it's you know Metal Gear Solid, but it's, it's the, so left field though. It's left field because it's so generic and normal. Yeah, yeah. zombie survival games are ten a penny. It's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just it's there. I don't like. I said I don't know why they're doing this with Metal Gear Solid for. It sounds like it should be something else, a new, you know, a new. Mm. You know, just a new IP. I know. Well, yeah. I mean, like you said, there, a diamond dozen these days. Those type of games. But you know, it's just why? What metal? It just doesn't need that. You know, Metal well, Gear Solid. Well, by calling it Metal Gear Solid, they've got the branding behind it already, and they don't have to. Of course, of, yeah. Uh, sort of advertise it. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. But the name. I hope the name will sell it. Of course. But um, yeah, I, think, I just. I, yeah. I, don't know. I agree metal with Gear you. Survive, that I think Zambezi it, it, Eater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they. 
I'm two minds about it. I think that if they'd slapped a, a six on it and said, there, this is Mega 6, that would have been ridiculous. But they haven't. That's so we can no, be yeah. But on the other hand, God. this should be DLC, not a game. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah, because they're using yeah, all the same yeah. assets, the same maps, yeah. and they're going to release it as a full-price game. There's my problem straight away. I almost don't really care so much about what they've done with it. Because, hey, you know, alternate universe, fair enough. And people... I suppose most of the people are angry at the people that don't like Revengeance or Acid or Portable Ops or any of those things. And it's like, Acid nah. was amazing and they should hurt them, hate themselves for having the hate uh, it. And Revengeance is a fantastic game. It oh, yeah, I like that. I'm against that. Nice. Yeah. So it, it's um, yeah, not I that. Agree. Yeah, it, it's not that it's a different to normal. It's the fact that it's lazy. It's lazy in every conceivable way. It's lazy in in the premise of it because it's zombie survival it's lazy in the sense that they're using the same engine the same game same map everything and it's like and probably putting one of the worst parts of the phantom pain in it because the zombie bits and phantom pain were just a bit eh. i know it wasn't actually zombies but you know what i mean yeah the the, 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 the um the skull type things yeah skull oh yeah when they took them over oh yeah yeah, they were just they were just um, walking bullet sponges, pretty much. You know. Yeah, I just, I just hate those sections. So you know what? Bit, yeah, I, 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 okay. Hate's a strong word, but yeah. Sorry, Evan. I, I forgot what I was going to say. Ben. I was going to say something really important there. Yeah. There you go. I, oh, that's it. Are we going to get a, a Zambezi Metal Gear? I'm sure. Oh, yeah, a giant <laughs> zombie Metal Gear. Uh, we will. We will. The trailer hinted at it, so I'd imagine it is going to be a thing. That's going to be amazing. Um. But yeah, I I think I said when we did a Mel uh, brains. Yeah, when we did when we did a reaction to the initial trailer on PSU, I said you know for all my complaints, I'm not going to deny it will probably be a really fun game because it's why couldn't it be? Look at the game it's based on, you know. So I'm sure Gary will disagree here, but uh, it's <laughs> it, it's there. The core is there. You you can make a good game out of almost anything with that that core, but. Yeah, it's it's less about the game being you know, perceived as shit. It's the fact that it's a shit premise uh, and a shit use of it. It's like they could do much better. At the same time, it could just be a buffer before they actually get to make a proper Metal Gear and let the team really do their own thing. It's like it's keeping the IP out there, if you will. And yeah, it's God, it's hard to say. Konami get a lot of bashing and. Some of it's fair, some of it isn't, and I mean, I think it's shown this week this, with uh, Pez that for every uh, major positive review, there's just been people going, oh, well, it can't be good, it can't be good, it can't be good, because it's Konami. It's like, oh, Konami isn't you know, a single entity, let's be honest, it, there are people, it's the same with this game. It's like, yes, it is pretty much created by this, most of Kojima's team, but it's like, because they've already done the work. <laughs> it's like, but, so, yeah, there's goodness in it. It's not that level of it that's the problem. It's the higher ups that are clearly the problem in Japan. Yeah, yeah, I've I've heard that myself before from you know, very close sources with Konami that Japan officer are often source the problems in terms of uh, the direction of games and what they can and cannot do with budgets and licensing and things like that. And so it's a, an ongoing struggle it, and. I think people forget that and then just think, oh, overall company is terrible. It's like, yeah, yeah it's not. It's just there are, there are bad eggs higher up that 
can ruin good intentions. And it's the same at any big company in gaming, I think. It's like Square Enix has it, EA has it, Activision is full of it. And it's just, a, unfortunately, a very common thing of big business. So um, who didn't we hear from? Ben? Ben? Any thoughts on Metal Gear Survivor? Well, I kind of did with the whole Zambies in Metal Gear. You did, yes, that is true. Um, and Gary, anything more to say? Um, <laughs> well, outside so of my Twitter about Metal Gear Solid Five, um, I do want to say I, there were some positives from from the from the trailer, from what I saw, or from the gameplay demonstration. Um, yeah. I liked how the zo- the zombies affected the things that you built uh in particular how they were climbing over the fence that the guy put up i Mm. thought looked really cool because the fence started to bend from the weight of them um i thought that was pretty cool um i like how they just kind of appear through the fog running at 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 the base was pretty cool i thought um Uh, the, I thought the crafting, uh, obviously, they didn't show too much in detail of it, but the fact you can craft the defenses, you know, craft, you know, your mounted machine guns, all that, that all looked cool. What didn't look cool was the stealth stuff, I thought, was terrible, because as I was watching it, I was like, why would you shoot any of these guys when you can pretty much insta-kill them just by running behind them? <laughs> Which they showed off in the trailer. Like they go to these elaborate ways to like trick them into like, oh, there's a sheep. Let's have them attack the sheep that's floating in midair, which was cool to see. <laughs> you know, which was cool to see. But let's face it, who the hell is going to take the time to set that whole thing up when they can just run up behind them and stab them in the back? Yeah. You know, like can't they shoot their horses or something? So, what was that, Mike? Can't you shoot the the zombies? Can't you shoot their horns and it stuns them or something? Did I did I pick that up right in the trailer? Yeah, it tends yeah. to be their weak spot by the look of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, see, like well, you can do all that and so much easier and it saves you so much time. But I guess they have to show you you can do stealth, which technically stealth is only really going to matter once you infiltrate the base. Once you're there, it's just going to be a shootout. Yeah, know? I mean, yeah, Phantom Pain. Whatever you may say about it, it's got that balance of stealth and action. Brilliant. It's like you can change it on the fly if you do the right things. It's like this doesn't seem set up that way. And it's like it seems like the stuff's there for bits that are yeah, kind of yeah. unimportant, as you said, kind of unimportant bits. And then you'll just be facing a horde of them anyway. And it's like so. Yeah, so like, what's the point of the stealth when I'm going to go guns blazing anyway? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, maybe we need to see more. Right, maybe that's it, but it's just. It's not easy to have confidence in it so beyond the fact that knowing that the core is decent enough to warrant a, ch- a chance, if you will. Yeah, yeah. But, but then again, I can see why Konami is doing this type of game because this is the type of game people are into these days. Exactly, yeah. The that, four-player co-op, you know, horde mode, which is pretty much Call of Duty Zombies, um, what's a payday uh, people are really into those games, and this is what this is. And they're trying to capitalize on a zombies, which for some reason are still the in thing. I can't figure out why. They've been the yeah, in thing. Yeah, I would say I was saying uh, in my review for Dead Rising, it's just like it was nice to go back to a game that 
actually treated zombies like they were were supposed to be treated you know like not the all these 10 billion different spins on zombies and to the point where we don't have anything like zombies and they're all just different they're, they're the modern day nazis you know if, mm-hmm. video, video game fodder yeah. they're just like they're there they're guilt-free killings you know they're, they're stuff you don't have to worry or care about killing because they're not people anymore they're just husks so they're, they're walking targets and yeah yeah that should be the basis of it but it's just been changed in very lazy ways now it's just like uh, we've we've seen a good 100 200 different versions of the same basic idea and very few of them are that good yeah and the other thing i wanted to mention was i don't know if i was the one who noticed this but to me it seemed the melee weapons were way more effective than the guns they were using yeah, that prodding. I saw them shooting yeah. like nonstop with the machine gun, and the guy only killed like three dudes. And then the other guy runs in with his machete and like kills ten guys in like four swings. <laughs> I was like, I'd rather use a machete. Why am I shooting guns? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cool. I think that's everyone. Isn't that we've all had a little chinwag there about that Metal Gear nonsense. Ah, oh, but I, I think that'll do us for this week. That, that is plenty, and we've uh, I'm sure we've got beds to go to and all that nonsense. So it's been lovely having all you guys on, especially you, Mike, back in back in the game. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, too long. So hopefully this will be a standard thing now for me. Um, I'll definitely do my best to show up. Yeah. <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah. Um, Yes, we're good having you. As ever, Ben, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Of course, of course. And how could we forget the shower hammer? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried about asking where that name comes from. Well, <laughs> it's, it's a long story. Oh, okay. <laughs> if you'd like to know that story, um, check out yeah. messages. Any, any, any website. <laughs> Yeah, just message us in the next week if you'd really like to hear that story. And if you'd it like did, to... It, it did involve a hospital visit, I'll tell you. I'll bet it. <laughs> I'll bet. Not, not a very positive hospital visit, what? but a funny <laughs> story at the end of it. Uh, we may save that for episode 150. If we can, but... Yeah, that'll be the, the big surprise. That'll be the big reveal. Okay. <laughs> um, also, if you want to... Um, buddy up with Ben and Mike in Destiny in the coming weeks. Hey, would you drop a line to us as well? Yeah. They'd love you to have you aboard. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Excellent. So that, that probably constitutes my shout-outs. Um, we'll be having voting for the best PS3 games ever coming soon. Like my so, Jack and Hayes. And yes, like those games. Um, <laughs> you'll all be able to vote for it. Um, <laughs> don't know there'll be a prize or not yet. We're that's something we're discussing but you know at the same time you can champion your underdog favorites like the last of us that no one's ever going to pick clearly I hope that's like in last place <laughs> yeah i mean we've uh done the forum and uh staff votes and let's just say there, there are a couple of games that are running away with it so we need your help to <laughs> close the uh, i'd say close the gap it probably extend the gap further <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> let's be honest i'll give you a fiver not to vote for last of us <laughs> I'd be careful because if we get a high reception of people <laughs> that's a big promise to make 
Like, yeah, we turned a profit this month, but Ben has to pay everyone back. Worth <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. Excellent. Um, any shout-outs from the rest of you? Mike, you've been away for a while. Any shout-outs? Um, yes. Uh, Shout-out to uh, Simon from Blue. Uh, <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All rise for the Simon. All rise, yeah. Um, uh, yes, uh, uh, even though we would never hear of a damn podcast, it doesn't matter. But yeah, Max from Penta Hotels because he was such an awesome guy. Uh, all the usual listeners. Um, uh, Alfonso uh, Boxhill, our right. super fan, because he's added me on Facebook now. And we've been um, sort of, you know, chatting a bit and stuff. So that's really cool. Um, it's nice to um, be in, uh, in more in, uh, frequent touch with um, him. So that's pretty cool. Um, glad you're having, glad you seem all right, mate. It's good to talk to you again. Um, Don, whenever, uh, we're hoping to get him on the podcast again at some point. I haven't spoken to him for a while, actually. Uh, Rob, Sweat Sloot, as always, um, he's going to be a guest soon, hopefully. Uh, we've sort of briefly touched on that, I think. Um, mm-hmm. so we're trying to organize something on that. Um, all the, all the rest of the, um, guys at PSU and all the regular listeners. There's probably more people I just can't remember at the moment because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys, of course, and you guys, of it's good course. to be back. Well, yeah, but you can tell us that <laughs> afterwards, yeah. so that's fine. Yeah. Um, Benefer, what about you? <laughs> I want to give a shout out to Tasty Peach Studios on Kickstarter. Uh, they've reached sixty five thousand dollars, so that's an amazing job. And they've got twenty one days left, so if you want a chance to back them, go go ahead. Uh, apart from that, shout out to Phoenix Down Radio, Klaus, and all the lovely ladies that were in the event. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, Free Playboy bunnies. And the fact that Simon asked me for my name personally. Oh, he did as well, oh. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget so. your cameraman, Ben, your loyal cameraman. Yeah, my cameraman, Mike, who did all the photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Without him, I would have had to try and ask some random people. Did you ever find out what who the guy was you got a selfie Sorry? with? No, I don't know. Yes. Ben got a selfie with someone because he saw other people taking pictures with him. And I was like, well, all right, fair enough. But who was that? He was like, I don't know. <laughs> Does that not sound like the ultimate Ben thing to do, though? Is that, yeah. It's like pre-orders in people form. <laughs> so this thing seems popular. I better go and get some. It was some I reckon it was someone, some reality star, probably from Towie. I don't know. He had that Towie look about him, yeah, you know. Yeah, he did. Towie well, slightly slow. <laughs> Yeah. He even got on the stage. Yeah, you know, the pretty boy kind of look and stuff like yeah. that, you know, the usual. Yeah, I, I think I might recognize it. But yeah, that was kind of funny. I was just asking Ben, well, who was that then, man? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, um, and Gary, the shower hammer, Bagdazarov, how would you feel about talking about the people you love in this world? <laughs> Well, I, I love all my friends and family very much, but uh just want to shout out to the listeners. Uh, thanks for listening, and shout out to Mr. Herodens over here, my comrade in arms. Yes, very good. For years and years, we have been comrades. Very good to have your voice back. I miss. <laughs> Thank you. I miss too. <laughs> it very serenades me at night. <laughs> <laughs> the, the amusing thing about this exchange is neither of you is Russian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Gary is. I mean, listen to that accent. It's pitch perfect. Uh, technically, yeah. Technically. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, an offshoot, if we will. Of the uh, <laughs> defectors from the USSR. Hey, hey, hey. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. about hey, USSR, about US. Oh, God. <laughs> By the same token, ah, oh, uh, hey, you know. Uh, uh, I'm pissed off every American listener. (laughs) (laughs) We're an all-inclusive insult merchant here. Um, Yeah, so that does us for this episode. We hope you will join us again for another one next week. Mike may host. You never know. We'll see. Mike might be here next week. Mike might be be here next week. That's the last you hear of me for another three months. (laughs) (laughs) See you at Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I, I do hope I hope to host next week. Yeah, that'd be good. Get back in the hosting chair. Yeah, thanks for having me on again. <clears throat> of course, of course, we are we're all family here. Well, yeah. Welcome to the family, son. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the family. We've got some tasty, <laughs> tasty brains. Tasty brains. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, obviously, we should have a uh, Mike and Ben do their bit to finish the show off, don't you? Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Fair enough. Um. I have to remember it now. No, I'm yes. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I, <laughs> we will be back next week, and I should be hopefully in my hosting chair. So, what's left to say is, it's good night from me. It's good night from him. Later, guys.